right. You ready? Yep. All right. Hello, and welcome to episode nine of... Oh, my goodness. Not another podcast. Oh, that totally didn't even sound like you. That was awesome. Who is this strange person? (laughs) With me today, I have the elusive but illustrious Asheo. Howdy, howdy. Hey, I'm really excited to have you on a podcast that's not about WoW. When Jeffy and I originally started thinking of this podcast, we were like, we want it to not be WoW because he already does one that was WoW. So, it's... Oh, okay. I thought it was a WoW podcast, so I don't know. That's the only thing I know about in life is, is WoW, so I'm Man, you probably hang not up? going to be much use to you. I'm, I might hang up. Uh, oh, damn so, it. Sorry about that. How about right. I wing it? I'll wing it. How about that? All right. Winging it works. You, you, can, you can edit it in later. <laughs> okay. I suppose. All right. So when I talked to some people about inviting you on here as show, one thing that they mentioned is they don't know very much about you. And so would there be anything you would be willing to tell us about yourself? Um, okay. Well, I'm male. Um, there's, there's oh, I think, I think we assumed that. Uh, yeah. I live in Australia. In, in a state down the bottom called Victoria, and the capital city of which is Melbourne. Not Melbourne, just <laughs> Melbourne. So, spelled exactly the same as your Melbourne in Florida, but sounds incredibly different. Well, you know, I had a friend of mine that was Australian several years ago, and he used to tell me that Australians shorten everything because they're lazy when they speak. This is true. And so we could probably attribute the Melbourne as opposed to Melbourne. <laughs> As that whole situation Yes We are renowned for being lazy in our speech Not in anything else We're hard-working, honest, lovely people Oh, I have had many friends from Australia And I have to admit that I quite adore them But, um, yeah, their speech I've, I had somebody demonstrate to me one time How he talked to me Versus how he talked to all of his friends in Australia And my mouth just dropped open And I'm like, what in the heck did you just say? <laughs> Yeah, yes. it, it, it I think it's just like the, the speed at which we talk as well is is quite fast, and and to to listen to some uh, redneck Americans that talk hey. really slow, y'all. <laughs> Not you. Hey. <laughs> I happen to live in Texas, the redneck capital of the world. Nah, but there's there's a, a vast difference between the, a, a lot of people that live in Texas and and rednecks that uh, the real <laughs> country yokels. Well, I also live in a town that has only 3,000 people, and we're surrounded by ranches. Awesome. So we have a lot of rednecks here, but our rednecks are rednecks because their necks are red from being out in the sun. They're real ranch red workers, necks. not some of the wannabe, you know, some of the wannabes in town that just wear the clothes. Right. So, okay, hold on. I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Okay, so... Melindria and 42, of course, are listeners to the other podcasts that you are a regular on. And they're one of the few people that knew about me asking on. Because I actually mentioned it before I talked to them because I said that I wanted them on. But, uh uh-oh, is there a problem? Uh Okay, I hate when my net does that. It actually has never done it during a recording, so I'm really mad at it right now. (laughs) Mm, I must say, you're... Your avatar is is, um, is is very addictive to look at. It's it's actually my real eye. It's very nice. You have Thank a lovely you. eye. Thank you. <laughs> the other one's I tr- not. I trust the, I trust the other one's lovely, just as lovely. 
I um, had a blue eyeshadow at one time that pretty much, well, my eyes kind of change color a little bit depending on what eyeshadow I'm wearing. I can get them right. to go greenish and I can get them to go grayish. And if I wear that bright blue, they go bright blue. Wow. And so, <laughs> yeah, say, and then. Depending on what eyeshadow I wear, my, my eyes toggle between uh, green and gray. Oh, I, I imagine it's mm. lovely, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Technical difficulties aside, and, um, well, we are learning more about you. Let's just put it that way. Um, <laughs> Mel and 42, as I was saying before, they were the ones. A lovely couple. Yes, and I told them I wanted them on the podcast, and I was considering asking you to come on the same time because you guys have the same time zone, but I said that all of my listeners would faint from so many sexy accents. Oh, that's right. And the podcast, like and so... Australian accent overload. I know, right? It would be awesome. But they said that they also didn't know very much about you, which is what I kind of think as well, and so I'm really excited about this record. But they wanted to know if you followed the AFL. Not as fanatically as a lot of Australians. Uh, okay. I do have a I do have a team. I I barrack for Hawthorne, who are the Hawks. Funnily enough, we're very clever with uh, with our naming conventions. Uh, they and explained to me that Sydney was the Sydney Swans. Swans, and I was like, it, and we had a conversation about that, and I was like, that is such a lame name for. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Sydney team actually started in South Melbourne. The, it used to be the VFL, the Victorian Football League, and it was only played in Victoria. And oh, then eventually it became the AFL, which is the Australian Football League, and you know, we, we're trying to get more and more interstate teams. Uh, and so in, in order to do that, they actually picked up the South Melbourne team and moved it holus bolus up to Sydney. So it used to be the South Melbourne Swans, and now it's the Sydney Swans. So they stole your team Effectively, yeah. The, obviously, the, the, uh -huh. the people of South Melbourne, you know, a, a large proportion of them, uh, weren't that enthused that they'd, that they'd lost their team to, to an interstate city. But uh, especially, you know, there's, there's lots of uh, friendly rivalry between Sydney and Melbourne. You know, Sydney being in New South Wales, which is the state above Victoria that, we're, that we okay. live in, because they're above us and, and we're below us, they call us Mexicans. Oh, much like, okay, I get it. Mm -hmm. Yes. Texas Mexico connection there. So they tell me that it's something like American football. It's nothing like anything. It's like Eric. No. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not like rub rugby. It's not no, like I mean. It, no, it's not like any of them. Um, it's yeah. it's uh, it's like soccer, but but not because you can the you can actually grab hold of the ball and it's and it's oval shaped and and you have to bounce it and kick it and. There's, there's four goal posts, and if it goes between the big two in the middle, it's six points, and if it goes in the, the smaller ones on the outside, it's one point. Oh, and my goodness. Uh, that's like... And it's, it's, it's a very physical game. that uh, you know, The Americans come out here that you know, are used to watching rugby, with, when, and you guys are all like padded up and wearing helmets and guards and everything else, and <laughs> these guys are just out there <laughs> running into each other and... and There's a fair few injuries, so... But, um, yeah, well, I was a soccer well player, and so we didn't have very many. Sorry, I was away a little bit from the thing. I was a soccer player, and so we didn't have very many pads either, just the shin guards, really. Right. But, yeah. yeah, but but soccer, there's no tackling. In, no. In, in Australian rules, there's, there's tackling. Uh, so uh, if the you, you kick the ball and, and it's coming down, 
um, you know, one of the, the, the famous um, players is Alex Jezelinko, um, and he does a Jezza, which is basically someone standing there waiting to catch the ball that's coming down at them. You run up behind them, put your knee into their back, and fly up over their head to grab the, snatch the ball before they grab it. Oh, my goodness. This sounds incredibly painful. That's <laughs> like... Wow! And if, if, if someone's got if someone's got the ball, basically you throw yourself at them and tackle them to the ground. Uh, big thud. Wow! <laughs> and if they if they can't if they can't get the ball off, then they actually get penalty for holding the ball, even though you tackled them and and, and grabbed them so that they couldn't do anything. It's, it sounds uh, very it's vicious. Pretty full on. It's pretty full on. You've got to watch some. Um, I'm actually thinking that I should look some up on the internet because I doubt I'm going to find any on you know, on television here, but that may be something I have to... There'll be to plenty of snipp- snippets on YouTube, yep. Mm-hmm. And Melindria said the best thing is the little bitty shorts. Oh, yeah. The girls uh, love the... You know, because they're obviously very fit men, young fit men, and, and uh, they right. wear quite uh, tight clothing because, um, you know, you, you don't want to have loose clothing when you're going to get tackled and, and tossed to the ground. Oh, no, so. that's that's probably one of the best things about American football, too. Even though they're not wearing shorts, their pants are still quite snug. So, yeah. All right. Well, I suppose we could start with our first story. And as with tradition... Oh, no. Ay, ay. Okay, so while I was um, resetting the modem, I ate myself a cupcake, so I'm happier, so hopefully my modem's happier. So Nice. Cupcake fixes everything. Yes, it does, especially when it's chocolate. chocolate. I think it's mm. the chocolate that yep. fixes it up. All right. Anyway, shall we try this again? <laughs> Take three. <laughs> Isn't it like five? No, you're right. It's three. <laughs> All right, so, or as my husband and I say, take 5,722.5. Hola. <laughs> Hola, Carlos. I believe we will start our first story, as always, with a story about poo. I actually have quite a few stories about poo today. Oh, I imagine there's a whole collection of poop stories out there that we can Oh, I found an entire website dedicated to poo stories. Oh, awesome. That's a... I did. (laughs) But I'm not... I could just imagine somebody sitting at home is like, I need a a niche market to create my website on. What could I possibly do? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it works for me and for this podcast, at least. All right, so the first story we're going to start with is actually on a blog, but I do not believe it's a fake story. It just is labeled weird news, and it comes from blogs.tcpalm.com, and it says that a man threatens to beat his neighbor, but he's got a poop purse. As you do. <laughs> so um, it starts by saying a 54-year-old man was arrested after sheriff's investigators say he threatened to kick a neighbor's buttocks after moving his bowels. I'm sure he didn't use that term. I'm going yeah. to kick your buttocks. <laughs> Actually, all through the little article here, it has little um, parentheses around several things. It's um, like the dude who's quoting him says, when I get done taking a parentheses poop, I'm going to kick your expletive buttocks. And so I imagine it's when I get done taking a shit, I'm going to kick your, you know. I'm, I'm going to kick your fucking ass. Exactly. <laughs> That's really weird for a, for a blog site. I mean, the blog sites don't typically 
censor themselves like that. No, they don't. But I just, I think it actually makes this story that much more funny because it does censor it. And he says that he simply told him that because he said he was in a bad mood and didn't want to talk. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> there's some investigative journalism there. I'm sure there must be more to it. I think that, um, well, it says he also called his mother a dirty whore. I'm... I'm wondering I about... I've actually read the story three times before I could understand what was going on. I've, I've got <laughs> to give... Um, Will Greenlee wrote this story. I've, I'd have to give Will a, a solid two out of ten for for, um, for the for way writing. that it's written. <laughs> yeah, for writing. But it, what like, caught my who's, attention... Whose mother's... Who's abusing whose mother? <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> and then the comment, mothers typically do not like being called dirty whores. No, really? No, <laughs> <laughs> shit, Sherlock. As a mother myself, I admit I would not like being called a dirty whore. That is true. <laughs> but oh, what what got me about this one, though, was the title and then the, just the topic in general. It says he got arrested for it, but there's got to be more to it. I don't think this well, article covers the, the, the um, deputy was there at the time when he made the threat. So I, I guess because the actual deputy was there, and you know, obviously with he must have said it with some aggression that he decided that he he should be arrested. So I'm guessing he didn't get to take his crap. I, I guess not. Go off to jail. So he might have do it you know ended up constipated in jail. Mm, that's terrible. Yeah, it but actually I, has I like these the, reports at the bottom. Did you see those? Oh, I I didn't. Uh, they were a bit bit hard to read. I didn't actually click on those to to zoom in. Yeah, once you zoom into those, they become very easy to read. <laughs> yeah, it, one of them, I gave him a beer, and he started calling his mother a dirty... Or, I think the dude's just disturbed. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it. <laughs> yeah, have a beer. My mum's a whore. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> How is this related in any way? <laughs> Some people just can't hold their liquor, apparently. Or, that's not even liquor. Beer, no. Alcohol. And especially American beer is like so watered down compared to Australian beer. Yeah, it's very weak. Mm. I don't like it. Kind of tastes like horse pee to me. Although I've never actually tasted horse pee. Yeah. (laughs) So, but I'm I'm just like uh, the Corona, the Mexican beer gets Uh imported to Australia, and uh, we we affectionately call it Mexican cat piss. Oh well, you're supposed to drink Corona with lime. Oh yeah, we put a bit of lime or lemon in it. Okay, I was going to say, you're supposed to, but yeah, I don't actually touch beer. If I drink something, it's going to be like a margarita or a daiquiri or well, a very group drink, I guess. You're from Texas. Of course, that's what you're going to drink. You're going to go and have Mexican, and you're just going to drink margaritas all night. <laughs> that's not too stereotypical, is it? Too bad. <laughs> A little, um, little, yeah, no, um, oh, actually, there's a lot of beer that is drunk here, believe it or not. The majority of men bring a whole lot of beer to things. I invited someone to a barbecue recently, and he said, only if I can drink, and I'm like, well, you can bring your own. Of course. <laughs> I have a problem with it, but yeah. I'm not going to pay for it. And he's like, okay. <laughs> to, to give you an idea of how much Australians like beer, um, there's there's a gentleman in the Guinness Book of Records uh, who was an Australian who um, got in the Guinness Book of Records for drinking uh, about uh, two and a half pints of beer in eleven seconds. And that gentleman's man that that gentleman's name is uh, Mr. Bob Hawke, and uh, he actually became uh, the Australian Prime Minister. 
Wow. <laughs> We've had a prime so minister that's been in the Guinness Book of, of, of Records for drinking beer. Admittedly, <laughs> it was it was you know in his younger days, but but still. We think that's pretty special. That is pretty funny, actually. Something like that here would get someone, you know, criticized to the point where they're knocked out of a presidency. Right. Sometimes I think they expect our politicians not to be human. They expect them to be saints and to never have any bad things in their past at all. Well, guess what? I think one of there our... is no one like that. No, no. I don't think there was one. <laughs> I mean, they're picking on one of our candidates right now because in high school they bullied a kid. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, yeah. One of the candidates right now, they were they were going after him pretty hardcore a couple weeks ago about when he was sixteen, he was a bully, and we're like, yeah, yeah. So were the majority of the kids in the United States. Yep. <laughs> like bullying was a massive problem back then, and you know, schools bullying didn't is do a much massive about problem it. And now. And you know, at least now it's getting recognition. They're trying to do something about it. Back then, it just you turn a blind eye. Yeah, at least now they're actually pressing charges. I mean, it they're saying that it's not okay. Right. Whereas in the past, it was just like, well, that's what kids do. Yeah. So, I mean, but with, when they brought the, that up, I was like, seriously? He must be a saint. You've got to be scraping the bottom of the barrel if that's the best mud you can pick up to sling at him, fair dinkum. Well, I don't actually think that's necessarily the case either. Um, a lot of people don't like him. Right. Because it's... Um, it's our Republican. I don't think it was Santorum that they said that about. I think it was Mitt Romney. It was. It was stupid. It was just stupid. They're picking little. I mean, anyway. Moving on. Bullying is actually recognized now, and so. But yeah, this guy just seemed. Uh, back to the story. This guy just seems off his rocker. So we'll just move on from him. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a better beer. There you go. Apparently, you know, maybe that was the problem. Maybe, whoops, that's not what I wanted to do. Maybe they just, the beer just wasn't good enough. So. Yeah, it probably be insulted him with, like, Mexican cat's, cat's piss beer. <sighs> Watch out, my husband gonna, likes that beer. You're going to offer me, a, well, I, I actually drink it as well. <laughs> I did say affectionately called. That's true, that is true. Mm. Okay. Do we want to go ahead and touch on another poo story, or do we want to go ahead and move on to something else so we can always come back to poo? We we end up oh, doing that I'm a sure lot. we'll end up coming back to poo. <laughs> if, if you listen to episode eight with um, Who's on my eight? brain is not functioning <laughs> with necro. There we go, Necronomicon. Oh, I did um, listen to that one. Yeah, I was uh, I was actually quite um, blown away by by necro and his uh, his life story of achievements and, and things. He's uh, quite an interesting guy. fascinating, isn't he? The I first like time I ever talked to him. Boring Bob like, compared to him. I know. The first time I ever talked to him, I was like, oh my God, are you serious? Are you serious? And I, I was like, you are so cool. And he's like, no, I'm just normal. And I'm like, I'm no, dude, you're not. No, you're not, you're not dude. <laughs> That's freaking so awesome. I know. He's a magician. He's a prop maker. He's, um, you know, I mean, he's, Amazing! Like I told him, he was one of the coolest people I knew. He, he uh, really is. I mean, how, and, ma- how um, many other podcasts can you listen to where you get told tips about how to make a bird poo? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No, he was. It was awesome having him on. It was so much fun, and I enjoy talking to him a lot. I have actually gotten to have quite long conversations with him, and his wife always just chimes in in the background. I tried to turn her up where I could. All right, our next story is from freep.com. And 
No, that does not mean urine. It's from the Detroit the Free P. Press. Yeah. I think it's just free press, and they just put the P instead yeah, of the they, press. They run out of, of res. They couldn't, they couldn't put the, fit the res in there, so they just went free. P. Or, or someone has already taken the name. I hate when people do that. I was trying to move my blog over from WordPress onto Blogger this last weekend because I would like to try to do those little money-making things with the blog on occasion. Hey, a couple bucks here, a couple bucks there. And I have to keep it on Blogger for a while to get my hits up before I can do that. But somebody, somebody took OMG NAP. No, someone had no. Debbie has OMG NAP. Um, no, someone had my blog name, and my previous blog name was Things Worth Saying. They took it back in 2004. They made one post, and then they've never posted on it again. Damn. And. It just bugs me because, I mean, that's my blog name. It's been my blog for however long on WordPress. And I was like, grr. And so I had to come up with something different. My husband helped me come up with something, with what it was. I can't remember it right now, but I'm sure I could find it if I really wanted to. But it was just, it was frustrating when people take the names. And so I think that's probably what happened here. Somebody probably already owns www.freepress.com. And so instead it's www.freep. And hey, it goes right along with the general topic of my podcast. I, I sometimes wonder if I'm incredibly immature for constantly talking about bowel movements during my podcast. But it is news. It's, it's news, and and I I think highly intelligent people um, find that stuff humorous because I, I find it I find it piss funny. I I believe poo to be amusing as well. So <laughs> let's just go almost with as, that. Almost as good as a fart joke, but you know, let's go with that. Almost the fart noises crack me up too. Mm. But <laughs> I mean, you know, how many how many fart apps you got on your phone? Um, I used to have. <laughs> I actually took it off because I went from a 16 gig phone to an 8 gig phone, Ooh. and so I had to take off a lot of stuff. Yeah. But oh, I didn't know it was 8 gigs, or I probably wouldn't have gotten it. But anyway, that was my stupid idea, and I didn't ask, and so it was my fault. Okay, so at this creepy.com, we find out that Michigan is adding talking urinal cakes to fight uh, driving under the influence during the 4th of July. Okay. So, <laughs> How does that work? <laughs> it says, Michigan is hoping to keep drunks off the road with the help from a special bathroom message. The state says talking urinal deodorizer cakes have been distributed to Michigan licensed beverage association members in Wayne Bay, Ottawa, and Delta County. A recorded message will play reminding men who step up to the urinals to call a cab or a friend if needed to get home safely. <laughs> uh, okay. I, I would have expected it to say, don't eat the cakes. <laughs> but I guess that's well, a good message as well. Although, uh, I, imagine, I, could imagine I, I could imagine that the cleaners wouldn't be that impressed because I could imagine if, if I'd had a, a few beers and I walked up to a, a urinal and, and um, started relieving myself and uh, I, I heard this voice saying, you know, don't drive home drunk. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be naturally inclined to spin around and go, who, where, who? And there'll be stuff spraying everywhere. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> what I was thinking is, you know, you whip it out because they're saying they're only putting it in the men's. Okay, so whip it out, ready to go, and then depending on how drunk they are, thinking God is talking to them. Because mm, that, that happens a lot. But I mean, women don't have urinal cakes, they do. 
don't have urinals, hence, hence the no, lack of don't. urinal cakes in well, women's Well, we have bathrooms. soap dispensers. Oh, this is true. So, I mean, they, yeah. they I mean, can adapt it to I would say that's a much better place to, to put it in there, but if you're drunk and you've gone to take a leak, then, yeah, the soap dispenser, probably not something that you're going to use on your way out. Well, I think I actually read something a while back that said studies show that the majority of women do wash their hands and the majority of men don't. After I believe that. Yeah. And I think that's kind of icky because women don't have to touch it and men do. And so men, <laughs> I would think... Should wash their hands, well, but, but but it's it's their dick that they're touching. I mean, that's generally clean. But it's still sweaty. I mean, it's if you think about where it lays, okay, that's not that's a sweaty area of the body, unless it's cold, like that one episode where we talked about them making warmers for it. it, it it's it's a sweaty, nasty part of the body, and when you drink, you sweat. This is true. Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll give and you that. So, when you whip it out, it's, you know, because it's in such an enclosed space, it's going to be nasty and gross. It's like shoving your hands up your new armpits and then not washing it. <laughs> Except that urine comes out of there, too. And splashes all around. As you, as Especially you, if you as turn, you turn around to, to find out where the urinal cake voice is coming from. <laughs> yeah. It, that could start a lot of fun as well. I mean, yeah, if, if you're in there and someone else is there and you spin around and pee all over their leg, that's going to start some fights. It's like, dude, what are you doing? I'm going to kick your ass after I've taken a shit. That would be kind of gross. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that would be a lot gross. I had not considered that. So, yeesh. Jeez. I should get a job with these Michigan people. They've obviously got no clue whatsoever. You just want to see the urinal cakes, admit it. Um, no, I'd, I'd, I'd do something clever, like actually put it on the door so that when the, when the door opens, like, don't drive drunk. <laughs> yeah, but I'd, I'd cut the little bit out of uh, Groundhog Day where he's, he's, he's driving with the, uh, the little hamster. What, what is that dude? Oh, yeah. Tungsatawny Phil. Don't uh -huh. drive angry. And then he drives him off the cliff. Drives him off the cliff, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, tomorrow he'll be back. <laughs> oh, that, that movie Great. got really depressing in the middle. It's awesome in the middle. It's depressing in the middle where he's killing himself every day because, you know, he doesn't want uh, to... That was funny. You knew he was going to come back. You know, well, parts of it were funny. But once, I guess it's the difference between a girl watching it and a guy watching it. Girls don't see death quite as funny as guys do. I was like, oh my gosh, he's so depressed. <laughs> Silence. I was, I, was, I was like, is she still there? Have we lost Skype again? <laughs> I know. Do I say We've something? <laughs> so many times. I'm going to have to put a little disclaimer at the beginning. By the way, if things seem a little non-linear... This is why. Skype. Yeah. Blame, well, it's, blame the people of, of small town Texas blocking <laughs> up the internet. Bad internet. Let's move away from the urinals and <laughs> the poo for a moment. Um, let's take a look at something I actually found and I thought you might like. Of course, this is coming from me not knowing you very well, but I saw it and I said, ooh, that would be great to do with the show. And so it's called 25 of the most useless, expensive, but awesome items that you can buy with your money. Ooh, that sounds like my fun story. Some of these are really cool. 
And I think some of them are just kind of weird. Some of them but I anyway. actually spend my money on. They're, you think so? Yeah, they're not that, much, that useless. Well, and some of them aren't actually all that expensive either. I mean, there, no. there are some reasonably priced things on here. Uh, it's not like... Number four. The, I'd love a pair of them. The uh, number four? Oh, okay, well, we'll get there. Hold actually, on. Actually, those would be It's cool. the first number four. I've just realized there's two number fours. Yay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the number one on this list is the Millennium... Oh, I'm sorry. This is from BuzzFeed.com. The first one on this list is the Millennium Falcon guitar. Retail price over $5,000. It looks really cool, but it's not something I would buy. <laughs> Maybe if I would you're like a, a really big guitar-playing fan and a Star mm -hmm. Wars fan, you, you might spend that kind of money on it because it does look really cool. It does. It looks awesome. It looks just like a spaceship. It is so cool. And, of course, there's a little video, but we can't. I, I don't have it set up to where we can hear the video in the cast. But you're welcome to go to the website any of you are listening and I'll post the links in the show notes as always so you guys will get to watch the video if you'd like of the dude holding the guitar but um yeah it, it, it looks real <laughs> alright number two is a portable Super Nintendo player retail price ninety nine ninety five. now when I saw that I was like when was this made <laughs> it, it looks it looks like a, a Game Boy from about uh, 1989 Exactly. So I looked up at the top, and it was posted less, you know, less than a week ago when I looked at the, and I was like, okay, well, I guess this is new. But if I think back, Super Nintendo was probably one of the coolest gaming systems back in the day. I loved the games on there, the Yoshi and stuff. Yep. Classic stuff. But I'm, I, then, I'm a bit baffled as to what's. Is it because it's got the 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 video on it? Why is it um, what's special about it? Well, they didn't make. Super Nintendo did not have a portable thing to go with it. Like, of course, the regular Nintendo had the Game Boy. But even as the Game Boy upgraded, they still did not have the Super Nintendo portable games. Okay. And so this is, it looks like it's actually the old Super Nintendo games in a little portable player. And it looks something like my, I, see, everybody else had a Game Boy, and I yeah, had it something. Look, I mean, it just looks like an orig original Game Boy to me, or, or you know, even the, the things that were out before Game Boys. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, everybody else had a Game Boy. I had the one that went with Sega, and so the one with Sonic the Hedgehog and all that kind of stuff, and that's the one I had. I can't remember the name of it now, but I was, my dad was always, everybody else has this. Here, you take this instead. It's like, okay. <laughs> Like, it'll be different. She's like, yeah, but I can't share any games with anybody. But anyway, all right, number three. I'm actually not sure of the purpose of this, but there is a Daft Punk helmet. Sure, it's for, just decorative. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just got LEDs and a computer chip for light speeds and a sealed gold finish for that authentic look. So I guess it goes, like, to something because it's a replica. But that's $1,400 of helmet. I guess if you were going to some fancy dress party, yeah, you could probably use that once every five years or so. Drag it out. Uh, Halloween costume. Mm. They should mm -hmm. have had a they should have had a picture there with somebody wearing it. This is a bit hard yeah, to tell what it how... actually look like on somebody's head. I it's think kind of, it looks like a it looks like a, a bit of a jukebox. It does. <laughs> I think like the part that has all those funny lights is like the front. I don't know. It just looks weird. Yeah. Yeah, well that, that's not something I'd be spending fourteen hundred bucks on. Uh, no, no, definitely not. I mean, I do, I do have some weird stuff just for Halloween though. I have a a black and red velvet cloak. Ooh, okay. 
it's like black on the outside and red on the inside and you could switch it if you wanted to but the red is silk so you really don't want to do that and I admit I pretty much just wear that for Halloween and I white out my face and do the whole things and blood thing and I become a vampire for Halloween but um, I, yeah I didn't spend $1,400 on that cloak either <laughs> okay and here's the one you wanted so I'll let you explain this one it's electric motorized shoes for only $649. It's about the price of an iPad. Oh, yeah. But I you think get, you I would buy the around. iPad. Well, you do. But, I mean, you've got to actually... It's like a... Um, what are those... What were those... Um, uh, stand the mobility... Hey, my, my losing my words. It's, it's rubbing off on you. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Time twisted. <laughs> What are those things that, uh, that I don't know if they actually took off? You stand on and lean forward, and, the, and they and they move. Like, oh, you know what? I had the name for that just a second ago because I thought that's what you were saying, and then I lost a Segway. That's it. A Segway, yeah. So they're, they're, yeah. They're basically, it's like two little mini Segways that you put on your feet. I, mean, I, I really kind of want a Segway. I think they'd be cool, but they cost so much. Yeah, and and you've like that'd be a, a problem for for stairs and, and things like that. Whereas these. Yeah, they're just on your feet. It's it's like motorized roller skates. It's just you, know, you could it, lean forward and just tiptoe down the stairs. Yeah, you could still get up and down stairs. It'd be awesome. That's that is true. Mm. It is kind of cool. And you could, if you had, had it, uh, you could actually have a, a an office chair that's got wheels on it. And if you were wearing those <laughs> at, at the desk, you could just like put your feet on the ground and then you know move around the house. Just make sure the office chair wheels are on very tightly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, uh, my students, because I taught computers the last couple years, actually. Um, my students have rolly chairs in that room, and they love to roll and to spin. And when it was my mother's birthday, I got each class told my mom happy birthday by video, and then I sent her the video. Oh. And one of the groups, um, and I asked them. They didn't have to. I asked them if they wanted to. And they're like, yeah, that's so cool. Let's do it. I have junior high kids, so they were totally for it. And, um, oh, junior high is about 6th grade to 8th grade. Right. And so it was my 7th graders that I have in technology. And so they set up one of the chairs at the beginning. And they had everybody at the back singing happy birthday. And then they shoved him in the rolly chair. And he uh, put out his arm. And he's like, and many more. And he's rolling by <laughs> on the camera. <laughs> and it was it was hilarious. And <laughs> I also had one. Um, oh, I don't know. There were several of the students that stuck out doing silly stuff. I had one kid just like bounce in the back, boom, boom, boom. But my mom got a kick out of those videos. So <laughs> that's one way to use bring technology back into the family. There you go. Well, well she she's a well player too. So is she? Yeah. Did I, did I know that? I, you don't know each other very well, really, no, so you may not have. No. <laughs> but she's listened to the podcast a couple times. She's listened to Kaw a couple times. And um, she, she's one of the Jeppy lovers, I think. Who's not a Jeppy lover? I mean, really? No, I know. Well, I, I like Jeppy because bear. of who he is. I don't actually swoon over Jeppy's accent. I see, I think most of the time he appreciates that, and sometimes he's just like, why not? <laughs> why do you think somebody else's accent is better than mine? <laughs> Because my favorite accent, and he doesn't send stuff very often, but my favorite accent is actually T-Nock. His accent's pretty cool. Okay. 
I'm, tr- I'm trying to remember Tunok's voice. It doesn't. It's not um, obviously not all that di- dis- distinguishable for me. He's not sent in very much audio-wise, but I've talked to him a lot because we were on a um, we were on a three v three team together, a um, not raid, an arena team. Right. And so since we were Lots doing arena together, I got to talk to him a lot. Huh? Lots yeah. of event time. Cool. Yeah, exactly. With him and um, and Clay Pigeon. Right. I'm trying to get Clay Pigeon on here. He's very resistant. He hates his voice, and so he just does not want to be on here. Oh, and silly. So, but he listens, so so tell him to be on Clay, the show. Maybe he'll come on. You. Don't be silly. You've seen us in audios. Come and chill out. Yes. I mean, because he is a regular listener, so I'm like, come on now. All right. Do it. The second number four, is this kind of weird that it's two number fours? I didn't notice that before. Well-edited, people. Well-edited. <laughs> Editing mistake. Is a radio control flying superhero. It seems actually pretty big. It's kind of cool. It's almost life-size. Almost. Yeah. It's just, you know, if they get the the planes stuck in trees, I can't imagine where they get this dude stuck. Yeah, you're not going to want to do that anywhere near... Any sort of building or trees or anything. It'd be, or it'd, power it'd, lines. It looks like it'd be difficult to get down. He'd have his legs and arms twisted around all sorts of things. Oh, yeah. Because the way he's built, it's just like, I guess it seems like it's a machine and then the rest are just false fronts off the sides, which are weird. That'd be just great for, uh, it wouldn't be all that great just for going out and flying, but it would be great to, to use for a prank. Yes, that's exactly what I'm thinking. It would be an awesome pranking tool. But that's an expensive pranking tool, too. But considering the size, it's not very expensive. It's $345. And considering the size of that thing... It depends on how good uh, an actual uh, remote control flying device it is. Because remote control planes and helicopters and things can get pretty expensive. Yeah, they can. Even the smallest, cheapest ones are like 80 bucks. Mm. And so 345 seems like it's a pretty good price. It's not out of this world. Okay, number five is... This one seems ridiculous. It does. (laughs) I'm wondering why in the world anyone would buy this. See, my favorite is number six, and we're almost there. But number five is the life-size sculpture of a T-Rex for retail price of $32,734.87. It's like they just picked random numbers. It's like, what the hell? (laughs) I'm I'm guessing it was actually being sold in, like, Guatemala or something, and and so it's it's gone through a currency conversion, and they didn't round it off. (laughs) I just, I can see a museum. Yeah, yeah, especially a dinosaur museum. museum. Or, uh, or, you know, a, a, a park. Of right, or a kid's playground. Yeah. But people? No. <laughs> it's like, ah, jeez, I, I need to do some landscaping. I'm going to get out the front. I'm going to put in some trees and some shrubs and things. What what else could we put out there, honey? Oh, Why not a dinosaur? For 32000 we could stick out a, a life-size sculpture of a T-Rex. Totally. <laughs> And of course, when we're saying life size, I mean T Rex isn't the size of a human. I'm, I'm assuming. Oh this no, T like Rexes are larger than humans. They were one of the. Tall. Yeah, and so if you've ever seen the bones of a T Rex in a museum, I mean that it's pretty <laughs> dwarfing <laughs> to a human. So you're not going to get this you know, if you live in an apartment. I would hope not. No, you might run um, out of space. <laughs> Unless it was hollow. If it was hollow, it'd make a great bed for a kid or something. Put some stairs up into it. Ah, oh, that would be cool. Or like shave off the top 
and leave yeah. the like to put the bed inside. Or a vampire, the top could like flip open. It could be like <laughs> kids to vampires. Yep. <laughs> Number six is my favorite, but you can mention it. Number six is a yes. levitating lamp for retailing of only thirteen hundred dollars. But look so at it. It looks awesome. So it's it's actually <laughs> a lamp, and and the lampshade, you know, like the normal shape of a lampshade. Well, two thirds of the way down the lampshade, there's a section missing. So it just looks like a normal lampshade, but the top two thirds is just hovering there. Yes, and I can, awesome. you know, in my house we bump it. Oh yeah, <laughs> probably it, fall it, off. It'll be, the, it'll be on the floor and broken in no time. <laughs> yes, but, but for, oh, for those, hold for those on. thirty I lost seconds. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, I'm back. Um, <laughs> I just, it looks so cool. Yeah. Out of everything, that was what, that's what I would want. That looks pretty cool. So, don't yeah. know that I could but justify like spending $1,300 on it. Huh? I don't know that I could justify spending $1,300 on a, on a levitating lamp. Oh, no, I that's definitely can. That's more than one of my paychecks. <laughs> so, yeah. Got a lot but, of wages. Not. Yay. Yeah, they're pretty rotten. But, I mean, the, somebody's got to do it. <laughs> But no, it's just, it, it's really cool. Out of anything on this list, that would be yeah. just I'm, the I'm, a, I'm a, uh, a freak for anything that's like science-y, cool type, that, type things like that, that, you know, using electromagnetics or, you know, the, the old, um, the, the lamps, the bulbs that you touch that you can have the static electricity jump out to your fingers and... Oh, yeah. When I was in high school, I had my hands on one of those because I was in a, we had, or I was in an AP physics class, which is like a college physics course when I was in high school. Yep. And um, we had an evening where we would show off all our projects and stuff. And some kids electrocuted a pickle. Um, <laughs> it stunk what, so bad. What happens when you electrocute a pickle? It stinks. The whole point is that the electricity can actually go through the pickle. The pickle is... Um, Pickles will conduct. It will conduct the electricity. Uh-huh. Oh. And it's not something people usually consider to be a conductor. But if you think of how much juice is in a pickle, it makes sense. Right. Can I tell you my, uh, can I tell you my um, conductor story? Sure. All right. It's, uh, it's my con- conductor joke. It, it drags on for a bit, and you can edit it out. But anyway, here we go. Oh, I won't edit it out. So I think when, it's... All right. So here's my, my my tram conductor joke. So this this tram okay. conductor's on on the trams, and he's helping people on and off the trams. And uh, he got in a really bad mood one day, and as as the he's helping some lady off the tram with her pram, he actually threw the pram off the tram and uh, got hit by a car, and baby died. So they they drag the conductor off to court, and he gets convicted for murder. He gets sentenced to death by electric chair. And his last re- request was for a banana, so they gave him banana. He eats a banana and they stick him in the chair, pull the switch, nothing happens. Didn't die. So they have to let him let him go. If if the, that's that's the law. If you know, if you don't if you don't actually die, then you, know, you get set free. So goes right. back goes back to his job. He's as a tram conductor and uh, you know life goes on. A couple of months later, same thing happened again. He got in a bad mood, threw a pram off the tram. Baby got killed. Goes off the court and uh, they sentenced him to death again by electric chair. Any last requests? Yeah, I'd like a banana. So he eats the banana, sits down in the chair, pull the switch. Again, nothing happens. They're like, what the hell is going on here? What, what's the story with the banana? How, how come this electric chair isn't killing you? And he says, no, it's, it's nothing to do with the banana. Didn't you know? I'm a bad conductor. Gosh, that is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to tell you, the only reason I know what a pram is is because last week they told me... <laughs> 
because they were talking about how in China people put dogs in prams, in and prams. I was like, what the hell is a pram? <laughs> a pram? That's right. That's, that's it's actually quite difficult for me to draw something sometimes because you guys use different words for things, and I have to stop and, yeah. and and like a lot of the people I'm playing against just either don't know or forget that I'm Australian, and so like I have trouble figuring it out. I, I just assume that everyone I'm playing with is American, and, and, and so you know I, I try not to do Australian-focused things. <laughs> I try to. It's when it's a word, I'm like, I sit there, I'm like, first off, is the show going to be familiar with this word? And if I don't think you are, then I break it into pieces, and I do it as, like, two different pictures. And But right now, the game that we're on, we're, I'm stuck, because when I open the game, it has the current picture for the word that I sent you a yep. couple hours ago. Yep. But... It has it, the it letters the and the answer yeah, for the one. last one. Yeah, it's a bug. And, and it used to, before they did the big update, you could actually, um, it, it would just get to the end and then, and again, okay, they failed. And it, it says that, it says that you failed. But then and it went back to one. I remember month. when it did that to us once and I was yeah, like, oh, like no. number one. I was like, no. But it's just a bug and it, it carries on from where it was. But with the current version, it actually locks up and it won't continue on. You've actually got to um, kill off the program start it again, and as soon as it starts playing the wrong answer, hit the fast-forward button up in the top left, and, it'll, tried and, that. and it will actually fast-forward through it and, and finish it. I tried that, and it didn't work. Oh, dear. Yeah, and so I don't know what to do. And I'm like, I'm looking at it, and we're at like 525. And so I'm like, crap. Yeah, we're not going to stop at 525. If we don't get to 999, I'm going to be very disappointed. I know, that's exactly what I want to get to, too. I want to see if they'll go to 1,000 or if we stop at 999. Like, we, we were stuck at 99 for, like, oh, yeah. I don't know, how many turns. Yeah. And so... New version. Yeah, I was really excited. And they, you know, they say our record is 525, but I think it's more like 675. Oh, yeah. At least. <laughs> at least. And so I'm I'm like, I don't want to mess this up. And so I'm very hesitant to mess with that game because I don't want to accidentally, you know, bring us back to one because, gosh, it would take us months to get back to where we are now. Yeah. Next one. Where were we? <laughs> number seven. Oh, number seven. <laughs> number seven is a zombie survival experience. And that's for $225. I actually think that sounds pretty fun also. I'm a zombie fan. Right. Are you a zombie fan? I, I'm a, a newly um, acquired zombie fan, and um, and yes, the the whole uh, zombie survival experience is I, I find qu quite amusing, and uh, yes, I think it's uh, it, this this could be quite good. There's a T-shirt that I want, and I can't remember what the phrase is on it right now, but it cracked me up, and it was I think it said, "In case of a zombie apocalypse, you will be tricked." And it had a person running, a person falling, and all sorts of zombies falling after. And I was like, oh, I want that shirt. But, um, yeah, I didn't get it at the time. <laughs> but I, I've actually, my zombie obsession is also pretty recent. I started reading some literature. The first one I read, it was a free book, actually, that I got on my nook called Married with Zombies. And it was utterly hilarious. And I'm sure it wasn't meant to be. But when, <laughs> when they're sitting there <laughs> and the fight Oh, look, he's like these brains. That's funny. <laughs> the fight scenes just cracked me up the way it was done. And I've been sitting here with a book called uh, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies Forever that I want to sit down and read, and I just haven't yet. But since summer school ended yesterday, I think I'm actually going to have time to start reading again. Ah. 
But because during the summer, I tend to read a lot and during any breaks. But during the school year or when I'm teaching, I'm just exhausted Man, when I get fun. home. And so, yeah, so I don't read as much. But, yeah, I'm, I'm intending to read Pride and Prejudice and Zombies and I have it right by my bed. I just I don't I try not to start reading at night because once I pick up a book, I don't put it down. And so I would be up all night long. <laughs> Because, like, I read The Help, which is really thick. Have you heard of that movie or that book? No. Um, it's a book based back when Martin Luther King Jr. and all that was going on where they were trying to gain equal rights for the African-American members of the nation. And it's a book, it's a woman who goes and she's getting stories from the African-American servants. Well, I guess they weren't servants at the time. They were paid. They just weren't paid very much. And so it was no longer slavery, but from, you know, the people that served the the white ladies. Yep. And, and it's really cool. Yeah, the book n- is n- you explain it. Yeah, I, I have actually heard of the movie. I haven't, haven't seen it, but, uh, yeah. You've uh, heard of it? Yeah. I haven't seen the movie yet. I always like to read the book before the movie. I have a friend that likes it the other way around, so I've seen Hunger Games, but I haven't read it yet, and it bugs me. <laughs> but... Um, I just, the book is not small at all. It's, it's a really thick book. And I actually sat down and I read it in one day. And my friend's like, oh my God, how did you do that? And I was like, not only did I read it in one day, I cooked three meals and I did laundry. (laughs) She's like, how did you do that? And I was like, I just did. I just didn't do anything else that day. I read, I cooked and I did laundry and that's it. And And you can read while you're cooking. Yeah, you can while yeah. you're waiting, and especially Stir, for laundry, right. while you're waiting, you know, easy peasy. But I, that's why I don't want to pick it up at night, because once I start reading it, I'll read until 4 or 5 in the morning, and I'll get like two hours of sleep. And since yeah, I already have a sleeping disorder... Great, doesn't make for a great work day, does it? No, <laughs> not at all. Okay, let's actually go through and pick some of the ones that we find the coolest in this. And then we're going to move on, because this one would take forever. We would be going three hours just on this one. Let's see. What do you think? Oh, number 11. Number 11? 11. The Beer Tap Arcade. The Beer Tap (laughs) Arcade Machine. I've actually had a a thing for for quite a long time of of, uh, wanting an arcade machine of my own, a a, a classic arcade machine. That would be cool. Uh, I've recently... I want Galaga. Mm. Love my Galaga. Um, (laughs) It looks like that one actually plays. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, that's cool. It's uh, so it's, it's basically the stand-up arcade machine, but it's got a beer tap inside it, so you can pour, pour yourself a beer. So you don't have to actually go anywhere to to, to uh, get a beer while you're playing games. I'd love to have something like that in my lounge room. <laughs> well, if you have four thousand dollars, you can get it. Yep, exactly. <laughs> and that, actually, that's the the actual arcade machines. The because they still make them and sell them, they retail for about about, re- about two thousand. Two thousand. Oh, okay, yeah. I thought they were about three. Yeah, yeah two thousand plus. So I mean, this is it's, you're probably tacking on an extra fifteen hundred for the for the beer part of it. Uh, <laughs> oh, pricey for beer, but hey, but it's a tap. I mean, that's tap. not just a refrigerator where you can store your beer. That's right. That's a tap it's where you can get your from own the tap. tap. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I particularly like the cheeseburger bed. Um, <laughs> I do not like the price, but my when I was looking through this uh, a couple days ago, yeah, the price is biggest. My kid was saying beside me, my son, and he was like, "Oh my gosh, that is so cool!" 
And it is kind of, but it doesn't look like it fits. It doesn't look a clever design, and and yeah, I'm I'm like six foot four, so... (laughs) Yeah, I've heard uh, that you're quite tall. I don't think that's going to fit me. But $25,000? No, what the hell's with that? I don't know. That's actually more something I would stick in my front room for people to sit on while watching television. Oh, yeah, (laughs) could be comfy like that. Exactly. I don't, I don't see how they... I mean, a lot of these things you go, okay, well, that's a bit bit pricey, but I don't see how they can justify 25000 for that bed. That's I don't either. Actually, I think you could make it for a lot yeah. less than that. Oh, yeah. I mean, feasibly even, just with the right color fabric and just some matting and stuff. Shape of the mattress. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't be difficult at all. The, the aquarium sink is also pretty darn cool. That looks pretty cool. Because it's a real great. You had a a, a beach themed bathroom. <laughs> Actual goldfish. I think transparent I've, sink. That would be I, cool. I have, a, I have a funny goldfish story. Okay, go ahead. My uh, my second oldest daughter is away on school camp at the moment, and she recently bought herself a goldfish in a little goldfish bowl. And my eldest daughter is actually um, living with me at the moment, not with her mum. And um, so the, the daughter that's gone away said, can you look after my goldfish? And so Rachel said, yeah, I'll, I'll look after your goldfish. So she's gone over to pick up the goldfish in the goldfish bowl with her boyfriend. And they come back here and I could hear them out the front and she's giggling hysterically. And I go and open the front door and she's standing there and they've driven back over uh, to get to my place. You've got to go over speed humps. They've driven back oh, no. with this goldfish pole sitting in her lap, and she's absolutely saturated. <laughs> Pants are all wet, the top's all wet, you know, the fish bowl's half empty, the fish is looking worse for wear, and she's giggling, she's giggling away. And I just looked at her and I said, have you ever heard of cling wrap? <laughs> she just burst into hysterics because that hadn't occurred to her to actually cover the top of the bowl. Cover the top of the bowl. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. I actually have a story related to that. My parents love to tell me stories about before I was born. I think a lot of parents do that. But anyway, my parents are pranksters, okay? okay. My father, I didn't ever have to have a sibling because my father acted like a kid, he would put peanut butter in the toes of my favorite shoes. He would, um, he one time hung my Barbie doll from a ceiling fan oh by the God. neck. And so when I came in, it was swinging by the neck in circles. And when I was a kid, they had those trolls that were popular at the time, the ugly little things that had oh, yeah. super tall hair. Yep. Right, I mean. yep. And I had an Eskimo troll and I had a Hawaiian troll and I had different ones. And he would put the Eskimo troll in the freezer. He would put the Hawaiian troll on the grill. And he's like, what? I'm just trying to put them in their own habitat. <laughs> hey, this is oh, my father. like a great dad. That's all. <laughs> he, he's hilarious. I love my daddy. And anyway, um, before I was born, they he was in the military. And he was actually in the military after I was born, too. But they were house-sitting for a couple. And they decided to pull some pranks in the house. And so, like, they went into their cupboards and they took all of the labels off of their cans, oh, like their uh, canned goods. Yeah, um, the around. Right. They um, flipped over all the furniture in the living room. They put rice all over the floor in the kitchen because the kitchen had a white floor. And so they wouldn't be able to see the rice. They took all of their undergarments wet them, and then put them in the freezer. (laughs) 
that would be very cold. But if they were on vacation, then they had some with them, I'm sure. And one of the things that they did was they put goldfish in the toilet bowl. And they disconnected the mechanisms so they couldn't flush them. And they put a saran wrap over the top so they couldn't pee on them. Yeah. And so, yeah. That is hilarious. (laughs) What great parents. That must have been a lot of fun growing up. They also took out all the lights in the entire house. Oh, it was their honeymoon. That's what it was. They took out all of the light bulbs in the entire house except one. Okay, the very front one. And they put um, they put a honeymoon game and some wine and a couple wine glasses there for them to see when uh, they walked in. <laughs> so they did something nice for them. Yes. Well, they nice. were watching their house. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so... Goldfish are fun. <laughs> this goldfish died. It was a sad oh, no. ending. <laughs> we have to buy her another one before she gets back. <laughs> you know what I don't like about goldfish? What? They're big bug eyes. This one doesn't. It's a it's a it's a funny little fish. Well, it's not probably not actually a goldfish. I mean, it's a, you know I'll just call it gener- g- generically anything that's in, in a little fish bowl that you have at home. It's called goldfish, but you know probably not. It's probably some other fish completely. But. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, moving on from the fish. <laughs> so that, I, should have, right. I should have scrolled down uh, earlier because there's actually a Segway in here. A yes, Segway I skateboard. saw that. Mm-hmm. It's only 500 bucks. Who wouldn't want a Segway that skateboard? That is pretty cool. And so I guess it senses your movements, and so you don't have to, like, you know, um, push yourself on the ground like you normally yeah, would. It just, just stand on that's it. That's really cool. Marty McFly style. I know, right? Except with wheels. He didn't have wheels. He just hovered. Actually, if you look down to the one right below that, that's one of the ones that I think is cool because I love lava lamps. Lava lamps are cool. And those things, they have those gigantic lava lamps, and they have a regular lava lamp in just, comparison. Yeah, those the size. Things are yeah. huge. It's like eight times bigger than it. Yeah, <laughs> to the ceiling. So that would actually look pretty cool in, in your lounge room. That would be, be a nice you know, decorator piece to have in your lounge room. Mm. And since they're, you know, lights... You can have it on, and when you have all the lights off, and they're not too um, disturbing. Yeah, it's gonna look really cool. <laughs> those was, are those are quite expensive, though. At five thousand. Yeah, five hundred thousand. Yeah. Sixteen. I would love that. Sixteen. The poolside rock climbing wall. Do you have a pool? Uh, no, I don't have a pool, nor do I have a rock climbing wall. <laughs> So you would want all of it together. I would want all of it together because I I love a pool and you know, being able to swim in that, um, and I find rock climbing a lot of fun. So you know to be able to climb up and then go, oh, well, you know, don't have to bother climbing down again. Climbing down's a pain. It's climbing up that's fun. You just let go and fall no, in the pool. No, it's in a curve. If you look at it, it's brilliant so you can idea. Just let go and hit the yep. water. Yep. That would be kind of cool. Oh, but okay. if the rock climbing wall alone is nearly five thousand dollars, I can't imagine putting both in. Yeah, that's uh, get a bit pricey. <laughs> yes, but then again, this was called twenty-five of the most useless, expensive, and awesome items. Yep. So they've they've lived up to their title of of the story at least. Well, some of them aren't useless. I mean, true. Yeah, that's the, the Segway skateboard. Well, I guess, I guess all of them could be. No, they they are kind of useless. Looking at it again, I, I was hoping some of it wouldn't be. Well, there you go. The nightstand fridge is not useless. It's a fridge. It's a fridge. But your nightstand. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, those the bedside table just accumulate crap. Mine's just full of junk. 
So yeah. to, to have one that's a fridge that uh, you can you can put stuff in, because, I mean, who doesn't want to lie in bed and, and lean over and, and open it up and, and grab a beer first thing in the morning? First thing in the morning, yeah, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see how you start your day. <laughs> maybe it's meant for, uh, it's not actually a bedside table, maybe it's meant for out in the lounge room or something. It's possible. Mm. Well, it looks like it, because it looks like there's a couch there, not a bedroom. It just says a nightstand, though, but that would be, I don't know. Interesting uh, idea. Yeah. Yeah, that would be kind of cool. We've actually considered doing something similar to it, just getting a little dorm fridge and keeping it in the living room. But a little our, bar fridge under the, under, the, under the desk, so you don't have to get up, you know, on a, on a raid night, you know, raid in three or four hours, you don't have to get up and get another drink all the that's, time. That's true, although I'm not much of a raider. I haven't been able to play much at all since, like, February. Anything else that catches your eye? Not on this list, no. Yeah, I think I'm pretty... I wouldn't be spending out on, on any of these other things. No. And the things I want are far too expensive. But, yeah. Those are pretty cool, though, for the listeners. Please go ahead and take a look. Um, of course, you can just hear us talking about them. But if you can follow along with us since you said the numbers, if you're sitting at your computer when you're listening, that'll be pretty cool for you. Oh, wait, there is one more. For the Ghostbusters fan. Oh, yes. There is the Ghostbusters Proton Backpack at number 15. That would be pretty cool for, for Halloween and the likes. Yes. Who doesn't or just to hang on the wall. Backpack. Yes. Yep. My question is, are the ghosts going to escape? Well, you just don't let the batteries go flat. You should be right. That's true. Very yeah. true. I suppose we should move on to our next story, but that was fun. <laughs> right, let's make this one real news. Um, that was real news. Useless, expensive <laughs> news. All right. The next one I think I would like to talk about. Our next story comes from news1130.com. I'm not actually sure where this is from. Though. It doesn't say. Anyway. Maybe in one, Yeah. <laughs> there is a Geico in the corner for me. But this one struck me as amusing simply because of the contradiction. It says, hand sanitizer meant to kill germs recalled due to bacterial contamination. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> that, that sounds like a product that uh, the Dilbert company would make. <laughs> <laughs> right. And so, and actually, this one is kind of scary bacteria because it's... Not, it's you'd, you'd think, the first thing you'd think is, oh, it's, it's going to be some you know, Chinese manufacturer or something. It, it's Kimberly Clark. It's yeah. Like, huge name. Yeah, it's a big name, and it's Kleenex brand, which is another very familiar name. The bacteria that they found in there is, is most susceptible to those with the lung disorder of cystic fibrosis. So that is scary. Can you think, just because you use hand sanitizer, your cystic fibrosis gets worse? That's terrifying. I mean, who's, who's going to use hand sanitizers? It's people that are sick that want to try and make sure that they don't get bacteria. You're just making them sicker. Exactly. That's scary. I just I wonder how in the world it got in there. It says that the bacteria will pose little risk to healthy people, but for those with immune systems weakened by other illnesses, the microbes can cause serious problems, including pneumonia and blood infection. What the hell? I hope their entire that, quality assurance department got sacked. Oh, I imagine so. I mean, I just I can't imagine how something like that got in there. And I guess my biggest question is, did someone do it on purpose? Ooh. Yeah, that's a possibility. I watch way too many crime shows. Mm. <laughs> Do you uh, whip off your sunglasses as you said that? Put them back. Uh, 
No, it's kind of dark outside and therefore dark in here, so I, I'm not wearing sunglasses at the uh, moment. However... Well, that's shadow um, illusions. I know, I know. However, I do often want to cuff people in the back of the head like somebody on NCIS does. Right. Is that your kids or uh, your hubby? Usually my students. Ah, right. <laughs> Beat up students. I see what kind of students you are. Right? Mm. <laughs> oh, I didn't say I actually do it. What goes through our heads is not always, you know, happy. Oh, okay. <laughs> Good disclaimer. Yes, yes. I don't actually smack I, The most I've ever smacked my students with is a, like, rolled paper. I whack them on the head. And they're like, hey! <laughs> I was like, did it hurt? <gasps> No. <laughs> so. Well, it could. Yeah. <laughs> rolled up. Yeah, it's back, like back the a single rolled paper just yeah. whacked up. It's the noise more than anything. <laughs> I was like, keep it up. I'll hide something harder in that paper. That's right. Bring back corporal <laughs> punishment. Yeah. Well, we actually have corporal punishment in our school district. Oh, well. We just, the teachers are not the ones who administer it. The principal is. Oh, okay. But and the parents have to sign something saying that it's okay for us to use corporal punishment, and we have alternatives if they don't allow it. But yeah, we actually do use it. So, oh, that's good. It's but effective. I, yeah, I mean, kids are, are you know, too nanny nowadays. They they really need some discipline, and uh, I don't think uh, you know, the methodology that we're using nowadays works. I and mean, you look at the kids from you know back in our school days where, where you get the strap and stuff like that you know that that mm-hmm. brings that brings you in line pretty quick yeah it causes some pain and stuff but kids just uh you know the abuse that they give teachers and they know they can get away with it because uh, there's nothing you can do about it it's terrible yeah i know firsthand mm. no but we always have those kids that make every day worth it yeah um sure because there's like. there's there's always a mixture and so there's there's those kids that I actually had kids that tried to tell me the other day that they were beneath, or that I am beneath them, because I'm female. Oh my god! They were just like, that's why there are female nurses and male doctors. And I was like, wow, wow, you're very backwards. They told me, or they were trying to convince me to loan them a dollar. And I was like, whatever, I'm a teacher, I don't have a dollar. I was like, I have very little in my account right now. And I need it for gas. Why do you need gas? You're not going to go anywhere. School ends today. You're just going to stay home with your kids. I was like, excuse me? Wow. Yeah. I, I want money off you. Let me insult you. That should work. I know. Right? <laughs> and they were just like, well, women can't do construction work. I was like, yes, they can. Because they were trying to say inside jobs are for women and outside jobs are for men. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the and so, kid. And so I had, I had a... Uh, I had another student in my classroom, a male also, who went, just because they aren't out there doesn't mean they can't do it. It means they don't want to. Exactly. And I told, I informed these boys, I was like, boys, it is against the law to not hire someone because of their gender. What? <laughs> yeah. There's no female truck drivers. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, there are. <laughs> I'm serious. Uh, what are you teaching <laughs> your kids over there? Jeez. Uh, I don't know. They're just like, uh, dishes are women's work. Ooh. I was like, uh, and you know what? In a lot of houses, women do the dishes. That's true. I said, but that just, I was like, your house is going to be incredibly messy until you get married. No, I'm going to live with my grandmother. I was like, you're going to live with your grandmother until you get married. 
Really? Oh, uh, yeah. No, that, that's a kid that needs to slap upside the head. Well, then he was like, no, I'm not going to live with her until I get married. I said, then there's going to be have to be a time between the time when you leave her and when you get married that you're going to have to live by yourself and you're going to have to figure out how to do these things. He's like, well, I can cook pork chops. And I was like, there you go. See? <laughs> you don't cook pork chops. That's women's work. <laughs> that's, unless it's on a barbecue. And now, knowing these boys, they might have been kidding, just to get me riled up. Uh, that's just horrible. And then, once I find, you know, because I told them several times, I was like, you know what, we're dropping this conversation, you're not making me very happy right now. But once they figured out I really was irritated, they kind of deflated. Because <laughs> they're, they're sweet boys. I was just like, what in the world are you talking about? Because overall, they're good kids. I usually don't have issues with them. And I was thinking... I was just excited about the holiday. Probably. I mean, they were excited that it was the last day of school. And they had completed my work ahead of time. And I wasn't going to give just them more work. I mean, that's not fair. Whereas everybody else was still working on it. And so they were playing Jenga and hopefully being, you know, calm. But it, it wouldn't be fair just to give them an assignment just because they finished no. earlier than the kids. And you so... Give them an assignment because they're giving you the shits. I know, right? The punks. You have to write an essay about the roles of women in this century. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Go and do some research. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, this this whole, the sanitizer thing, the title made me laugh, but the actual content was just... Yeah, it's quite terrifying. scary content. How Especially... Would, imagine how long, it, it, because how, how long would it have taken them to actually figure that out? You keep buying this you know, hand sanitizer to, to try and stop yourself getting sick and you're getting sicker and sicker. I wonder, wonder if it took like somebody to, that was going to a doctor that uh, was getting sicker and was like, well, what are you doing? I don't know. I'm, I'm cleaning my hands with antibacterial and everything. Uh, I wonder wow. if the company actually picked it up or, or you know, a consumer finally figured it out. I don't know. And it does at the bottom list the exact identification numbers and lot numbers of and the brand, you know, the brand and the exact name. And it looks like it's the foam ones that right. were the problem. But, I mean, God, that's just, wow. You just don't ever think, I guess, that soap is going to hurt you unless you say naughty words and your parents wash your <laughs> mouth out with it. Yeah. And then your stomach's going to hurt. Yeah, I had, I, I had kids swallow bubbles, too. It, it's It's been an interesting summer school. Mm. But... Yeah. Okay. I think we've been so segmented. I don't know how much time we've actually spent recording for the podcast. It doesn't matter. Let's see if we can make it a four-hour podcast. All right. Let's go. We will make uh, Graven happy if we do that. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Let's try another one. That one just, wow. Oh, no. All right. Let's see. It was kind of poop-related. Yeah, it's, that's something you might use after you've had a poop. That's true. It is. We could relate it back to Pooh. There was an episode. Oh, it was the Juno and Graven episode. They were trying to relate everything back to Pooh and sex. I think. That's not two things I want to see go together. But okay. They. I think they did relate it back to pooing and then having sex. That's actually more like something Jeffy said, though. I could. That may have been a Jeffy episode. Really. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's disturbing. Or having sex and then having to poo, or I don't know. All right. I think the one we will do next is rather scary in a way, um, rather disturbing in another. This one comes from WPBF.com, and it looks like it's a news station. But hey, we don't see where they're from. Hearst. 
cursed where? Cursed well, corporation. Someone that has hurricanes. Someone that has hurricanes? Yeah, because they Oh, it's they Deerfield Beach, hurricanes. Florida. Oh, there you go. Deerfield Beach, Florida. Okay. This man, apparently, and his picture front and center. Whew. Oh, and it even has his name, Roderick Ferguson. He faces a murder charge because one of his friends, or I don't even know if it was a friend, a man denied him a cigarette when he asked for it, and so he killed him. Wow. That's a fairly severe reaction. It, yeah. I, yeah. I would expect that reaction more with an illegal drug that someone, you know, is having severe withdrawals from. Oh, so it's actually a friend. Sick. They were hanging out together. They're hanging out together, and his friend, oh, yeah. well, his friend asked him, asked him if he could have a cicarette. <laughs> so he shot him. Don't ask me what for a cicarette. Cicarettes kill you. Oh, it says murder. So yeah, South Florida man was shot to death when a fight broke out after he tried to bum a cigarette from another man. Wait, so who was killed? The one who wanted to bum the cigarette, or the other guy? The one that wanted to bum the cigarette. <laughs> Now I'm confused. Why would you shoot someone just because they ask for a cigarette? Well, because you, you want to, you know, cigarettes are unhealthy. Cigarettes will kill you. So you're trying to, <laughs> you're trying to, you know, do something right to it. So you, you don't want to smoke, dude. Smoking's unhealthy for you. You might die. Oh, you might die from this too. Boom. Might, oh, whoops. Sorry about that. Here, I'll save you. I'll save you the torture of lung cancer. I'll yeah, just kill you the thing right. instead. Well, let's just take the shortcut. You smoke this, you're going to lung cancer. You're going to die in 30 years. Let's just cut to the chase. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Did I get it wrong? Okay. Uh, th this is just way confusing. Okay, it says another, that... Another one of those well-worded uh, blogs. Yeah. For, it must yeah. have been that, that same dude. Same dude. Yeah. Um, okay, it says that the Brower Sheriff's Office said Glenn Thurville, 30, asked to bum a cigarette from Roderick Ferguson, 25. And so, yeah, the dude who had the cigarettes was the one that... But it says that... Yeah, had guns and cigarettes. This dude's rocking. But it says that Thurville is the one who pulled the handgun. So the dude uh, who got told no is the one who pulled the handgun. So it must have and then, a fight broke out, and yeah, it was self-defense. He pulled a gun on me. Yeah, but he's being charged with murder, so apparently it's not as self-defense as he tried to say. But yeah, it, okay, I'm less confused, but it's weird still. I thought it was just like, you won't give me a cigarette. Boom. Well, it kind of is, but it was more like, you won't give me a cigarette. Here, let me take out a gun. No, I'm not taking it from you. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway. It's, it's, stories, like this. it's, it's stories like this where you think, what, I wonder what the real story is. I mean, you've got this three-paragraph oh, summary of, of uh, you know, allegedly what happened. It's like, that, that just doesn't sound right. What, what, what really happened there? It's got to be more to it. Mm. It's crazy. Do you smoke? Nope. I don't Neither. smoke. It's bad mm. for you. My dad is a smoker. Like, he he smokes a lot. Or he has in the past. And I think he, he pretty much still smokes a lot. Right. But, yeah. My dad, uh, my dad used to smoke a lot. And mm -hmm. uh, I thought nothing could make him give up smoking. Um, and and then the the government realised that uh, we need some more money, so we'll 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 tax cigarettes, and the price went up and up and up, and 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 it got to the point where you know my dad was a real tight ass. It got to the point where okay, I'm not going to smoke anymore because I don't want to spend the money on it. <laughs> like oh, okay, so he was actually, actually able to quit for that reason. Yeah, he was actually able to quit because he just wasn't willing to spend the money on them anymore. So increasing taxes on on stuff like that does work. 
Um, well, the taxes here are pretty high. I mean, it's expensive to get a carton of cigarettes, close to $25, $30, dollars Right. Whereas when I was a kid, he could get it for like 10 Oh, yeah. Then but, I wonder what they have um, here. I don't, I don't know how much cigarettes are here, but they get taxed incredibly high. Yeah. Yeah. It's something that they should tax, in all honesty, just to try to discourage. But I don't think anything is ever going to make him stop smoking except a doctor telling him, you're going to die if you don't stop. Well, sometimes, sometimes not even that's stop. enough. Yeah, I was going to say, then I, I still don't know if he would stop. He's tried many times. Smoking kills, especially if you've got a handgun. <laughs> Apparently so. Mm. It's it's not just about lung cancer anymore. Oh, all right. I just tried, so to, I just tried to Google um, you know, buy cigarettes online in Australia, and, and it's it's actually quite hard to, to find some. I don't know if you can. Really? It's actually quite hard to actually find a... Yeah, normally when you say buy something, it comes back with so many sites and things offering to sell stuff. And it's, uh, well, but cigarettes, are they, in, in Australia, are they um, age-limited? Oh, yeah, yeah. You gotta be. Then I'll bet you can't find them really online because they wouldn't be able to check um, what age yeah, you are. Proof, proof of age, yeah, true. Mm. Yeah, they've actually got really, I mean, it used to be, yeah, it's, it's always been really quite strict with lots of penalties for shop owners if they um, sell to underage and you're know, supposed to show... Um, proof of, of age and ID and everything. Uh, last, well, that makes sense. last year, they've taken it a step further, and not only uh, you know, obviously haven't been able to, to advertise cigarettes in in um, you know on TV or radio or, or you know mm-hmm. uh, anything like that for for quite a long time. Now they've made it so that um, shop owners aren't even allowed to display the, the cigarettes. They have to be behind. Really? Yeah, they have got to, have to be behind blank. You know, screening, so you, you can't actually be, be showing off the, the, the packaging, and it, all, you, all you're allowed to have is, you know, we sell cigarettes. His you know, his prices. You, wow, yeah. we haven't gone that far. They can display them. Yeah, and wow. the, the uh, some of the ads. Um, you, sh- you should Google the, the ads on on YouTube for for um, you know, quit Australia for some of the ads they've had on on TV for for you know, causes of of, of what uh, smoking cigarettes do to you, you know, and and showing a, a, an actual artery being squeezed out of a little fat being squeezed out of it. And, and so uh, they're trying to like scare people. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely scaring people. The well, the packaging, the the um, people that actually make cigarettes, the packaging must. Um, have huge warnings on it saying things like smoking kills, smoking gives you cancer, and and there must be pictures of it showing you know lung cancer and um, you know the, it's it's really qu- quite they've gone to a, a extreme lengths to try and get people to quit. Yeah, but for some people, I mean, it really is a real addiction, and so it's it's hard to just stop. Mm. I mean, my dad has tried, and man, does he become a bear. Oh, man. He's already, I mean, he was a sergeant in the military. He's already, you know, he, he's a tough man, and I love him for it. And, but, God, oh, when he's trying to quit smoking, he's insufferable. <laughs> he's just, all right, the next story is also from a blog, but it's better written. <laughs> it's at blogs.villagevoice.com. And I think the author, well, the author, it says James King. There was a New Jersey woman, and she's suing a 13-year-old for accidentally hitting her with a ball during a Little League game. (laughs) And Oh, my God. 
Yeah, I mean, really, and it says at the time of the incident, the boy was 11 years old, and in order for her to win this case, she would have to prove that he purposely turned around and threw the ball at her maliciously to hit her in the face. But really, it's a little league game. He's it's a 11. little league game, and he's 11. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and when you walk into a ball game or something like that, and you get hit with a ball, that's, I mean, you took on that responsibility when you walked into that ball game. Yeah. That uh, you might get caught in the head. People that sue over ridiculous things drive me nuts. But some of them win. Uh, well, that's why. I mean, that's why they do it. <laughs> because I know. Yeah. I just don't understand. She wants if, to get one hundred fifty thousand dollars after this thirteen out of this thirteen year old. How much damage could it have done? How much damage could an eleven year old do with a ball? Well, it's baseball, so it can kind of do a lot of damage. But them, I mean. But the point is, he didn't do it on purpose. Mm. He was probably playing his game or warming up or something. My husband told me about this today, and he's like, oh, you're recording in half an hour? Hey, look up the story. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that makes me mad. <laughs> but, yeah, they, they were warming up. It says, during a game, a bullpen pitcher threw the ball back to the pitcher as the two were warming up. The ball never made it to the pitcher. It sailed over his head and hit the woman who was sitting at a picnic table in the face. So, uh... Okay. She needs to be countersued for stupidity. Um, my friend that was on the episode with Graven, who refuses to be called Pinkie Pie, um, she preferred to be called Turtle Candy. Turtle she candy. says, Turtle Candy, yeah. Mm. She yeah. says that stupidity is painful for a reason. That is her main phrase. <laughs> so... Yes, it, apparently this one was actually painful. It's just, I mean, she's she's trying to classify the in, the accident as assault and battery. Oh, really? 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 Because all this does is, is just give lawyers, you know, line their pockets with more money, and you end up with with you know, like your McDonald's containers all need to the the coffee now is to have yeah. needs to say this contains this stuff is hot. Well, it's like oh, contents shit. are yeah. hot. It's contents like duh, it's uh, coffee. So now you're gonna have if to, it's cold, you uh, would complain. Now you have to have signs up at Little League Baseball saying warning: you may may get hit by a ball. You know, enter at own risk. <laughs> I mean, come on, seriously? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's just oh, so stupid. Uh, like yeah, the woman with the coffee thing. I think that was just unreal, and the fact that she won yeah. floored me. Because yeah. I was just like, you know, if the coffee was cold, she would have complained that the coffee was cold. And uh-huh. I understand that spilling the coffee, there was an accident, and she got burned a ball. But you know what? When there's an accident, like a car accident, I call it things an happen. Accident for for a reason. Yes, and things happen. I mean, you get hurt. That's part of what you have insurance for. I, I just wish they would change the court system so that it wasn't possible to sue for ridiculous things like that. Well, if they want to pay for attorneys, I mean, the attorneys don't mind, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. You're just clogging up. You know, the system's clogged enough as it is. Clogging up with, with stupid stuff like this is just ridiculous. It is. And so a lot of the things that really need to get done aren't getting done. People that have justifiable lawsuits are having to wait months to get, you know, to even get into court because of stupid stuff like this. Yep. Oh, dear. <laughs> well, I hope uh, I hope the, the people of this little town um, spot Elizabeth Lloyd and, and uh, practice throwing balls at her. <laughs> <laughs> right. Then it'll be true. <laughs> <laughs> 
I love all these articles that give the actual name of the person because yeah. then if you ever see the name, you're like, hey. Hey, that's you. <laughs> I've heard of you. Yeah. <laughs> stupid woman from New Jersey. Mm-hmm. It's so stupid. Why would you? I bet what happened was she probably said it was okay at the time and then she found out that the kid's parents have money. Yeah. And she decided she wanted some of it. So she called up her lawyers, Sue, grab it and run. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I think people should work for their own money. I darn well work really hard for mine, so I don't want people taking out over stupid stuff. <sighs> anyway. Okay. Let's see. Oh, I found... Uh, th- this next one I found rather. Um, and I'm glad I have a man on this particular podcast because it is about men. And... I think this research that I'm about to talk about actually framed thinking for a long time. And so this could be interesting. I have one from dailymail.co.uk. And this one says... Daily Mail. Yes. This one says that men aren't hardwired to be unfaithful after all. There was a famous study, I guess, in the 40s that claimed that men are promiscuous by nature. And that's just the way it's going to be. You just kind of have to live with it. Women are the ones who want to settle down, and men want to sleep around. And that's what the study said. And the thing that bothers me the most about the study from the 40s is that they studied flies. <laughs> what? Fruit flies. flies. Fruit flies. Flies. Yeah. And then they compared... Like flies. Just like, right. oh, and then like they humans to fruit flies. <laughs> but that's not what they found was flawed in the study. Um, what they would do is they would release mutated flies and unmutated flies and blah, 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 blah. And they would count the number of mutated babies and stuff like that to see how many had copulated, blah, blah, blah. Well, they found out that if a mutated fly copulated with another mutated fly, then their offspring with two mutations probably died before the people who are counting the flies got to them. So women are actually just as promiscuous as men. I never would have guessed (sighs) Wow. And they spent money on this study? Apparently so, yeah. I could, have, I could have told you that for free. I know. <laughs> I don't think it has to do with gender. I think it has to do with upbringing and even though partially age. And it's, it's age, it's personality, it's the way you're brought up, it's your, it's your circumstances, it's, it's just yeah, so many things. Yeah, it even has to do with how happy you are in life, yeah. because some people sleep with other people simply because they're unhappy, and it's the only, you know, sort of happiness they find. And so I don't think it has anything to do with flies. No, uh, I'll back you there. <laughs> and I don't understand how they can study flies and then relate it to humans. That doesn't make any sense to me at all. We do not act like... Well, okay, that's a lie. We do sometimes act like animals. But we definitely don't act like insects. No. Uh, and I'd, I'd like to think that our brain is, is somewhat more advanced and our, and our social behavior is somewhat more complicated than flies. We should get here a little bit more. Well, if we're not drunk. Um, <laughs> most humans will think it through a little bit more. They'll either go out specifically to get laid or they'll find someone that they like and they'll get laid or I mean it's not like a fruit fly oh look a female dun, dun, dun. <laughs> exactly. I mean <laughs> I, I don't know it, I, I guess I was kind of offended by it <laughs> not the fact that they figured out that women were just as promiscuous as men and that they want sex just as much as men but because they were used to flies at the beginning what were the people in the 40s well, thinking yeah, yeah. That's, um, 
you know, I'm, I'm sure they could have. Maybe that's all they could afford. Maybe they didn't. The, the problem was that the study didn't wasn't funded sufficiently, and the only actual things that they could afford were, were flyers. Not like nowadays, where you, you see some of the stories in the paper of, of a, a study has shown, and you think, my God, they got they got grant money to do a study on that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Again, okay. I could have told you that for free. <laughs> Yeah, but they have to prove it. Oh, God. No. Sometimes I think they just need a graduate thesis, and they think, God, what can I prove that hasn't already been proven? Hey, I'll do this. It could be that. But uh, <laughs> monogamy? No, nah, that, that's not something that's, that's, that's worth spending money on. I mean, you, know, you, you, yeah. either, you either are or you aren't. There's people that are out, and there are people that aren't. And <laughs> as, as to whether it's, it's hardwired or not, well, you know, it's not going to be hardwired to everybody because because not everybody is promiscuous like that. So I think it has actually more to do with the role models that you have as you're growing up. If you have role models that are promiscuous, that you know, the adults that you look up to yep. are promiscuous, then you are more likely to adapt that behavior because those role models, mm-hmm. it's okay. Yeah. And in this society right now, pretty much everybody thinks it's okay. <laughs> so it's you know, a very promiscuous society at the moment. Uh, it says that Bateman's original 1948 paper became significant in the 1970s and has been cited in nearly 2,000 other scientific studies. Wow. And so now I'm wondering if all those other 2,000 scientific studies need yeah. to be redone. You better go back and do all those again. Exactly. You because got, you got they're not, or they're not right. Yeah. Hang on a minute. This research is based on flies. <laughs> I thought, oh, I, I thought you were talking about your pants and, and the flies that you had to undo to <laughs> flop your cock out when you fucked that woman, you bastard. Darn, wrong flies. Wrong flies. Uh. <laughs> okay. I think we're going to have one last story. I usually have a heartwarming story at the end, and this one isn't necessarily heartwarming. Uh, oh, it's heartwarming. Well, it's, it's really kind of cool. All right. And that's why, well, it's cool in a way, in a way it's, oh, I don't know, let me just, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what the story is and then we'll decide how we want to label okay. it. Right. Hold on, I'm putting it back down there, there you go. Um, okay, so this one it comes from nydailynews.com, and I think that's New York. New York. It would make sense for it to be New York. Um, the wreckage of an Air Force plane that crashed in 1952 with 52 people aboard was found on an Alaska glacier. Well, and there's it's nothing still happening hard. about that. But it's wait, dead, wait. And it's a glacier, so it's cold. Wait. Right, stop. Sorry. Behave. Okay, wait. All right, anyway. So this happened back in 1952, and it killed all the people aboard. But the remains of the people are still there because it was in a glacier. And it was frozen. The only thing that I think is heartwarming about it, I'm not that weird, but I'm thinking back to 1952 where these people were probably told, your family member died on this plane. And they go, well, where where are they? And they go, we don't know. Mm-hmm. They crashed. Yeah. And now there's a whole lot of families that can get some closure. This is true. And that's the only thing that I find heartwarming about it is that so many families are going to be able, because it was on a glacier and because things were frozen and there's still DNA samples and everything, people can know for sure because how many people still hold hope years and years and years and years later mm. when there's no closure? Yep. And so that's what I find heartwarming. See, I'm not quite as strange as you are making me out to be. 
I was trust you were going somewhere with it. That is quite heartwarming. <laughs> Closure is good. Closure is good. And, um, I mean, because if you think about it, just, you know, a couple years ago, I lost my grandfather, and my husband lost his father this last month. Oh. And um, funerals in general, when the body's there, it, it, it's good closure. I've and, actually ever been to one where the body hasn't been there. I could, I, exactly. I could just imagine that would be, like, really weird. Exactly. I've been to one where the body was not there, and that is because um, in the car accident, and this is actually the girl that my daughter is named after. In the car accident, my friend died instantly, and her sister was put into a coma. And so they cremated her and kept her, and they just held a memorial. And that way, if and when her sister woke up, they could hold the funeral and her sister could attend. Oh, okay. And um, and her sister did wake up. It, it took a bit, but she did wake up. And I've actually talked to her since then, and I told her about my daughter, of course, years later. <laughs> but I told her about the existence of my daughter and um, that she did have this girl's name. And this girl is real special to me because I was, I don't know, I went to a very large high school, and so there were a lot of people in my class. And I was a nerd. But I had a lot of friends, if that makes sense. I kind of floated from group to group, and I kind of got along with everybody, but I didn't have many people that were very close to me. I just kind of knew everybody. Yep. And she was, but I never felt very pretty, ever. You know, I was a jeans, T-shirts girl. My T-shirts were always oversized. You know, I just, I was a soccer player until I wasn't anymore. <laughs> and then I just existed. I wanted to get out of there as quickly as possible. I wanted to graduate. I wanted to move on with my life. And she was one that was in my classes, one of my classes. I had her my senior year in my AP physics class. Oh, I already talked about that class during this podcast. Ah. Anyway, um, she would always take the time to point out when something looked nice on me. Oh. Like, and because my clothes were generic. Like I said, jeans and t-shirts. Yeah. But, like, if I put on some eyeliner, she would make sure she went out of her way to tell me how nice it looked. Well, that's nice. And, you know, yeah, she's, she was such a sweetheart. And, um... And so her death was very, very sad. Mm. But the funerals that's, that's are wonderful for the wonderful how, how, uh, how far a little compliment can go. Oh, it's amazing how far it can go. Mm. She helped me a ton. And I, I still, I didn't gain much self-confidence until after I married my husband. I mean, I would sit there and he would tell me I was beautiful and I would argue with him. <laughs> <laughs> and so eventually he stopped that's telling legit. me. <laughs> pretty much I was like when I'm in sweats he's like I don't care you still look beautiful to me and I'll just look at him funny <laughs> but um, no she just and that I remember her this well you know this much later she was an amazing person and but my point in this all of this weird stuff is that funerals are for the living they're for the for closure and to help because the dead they're dead yep. you know unfortunately yeah, we are very sad that they leave us but the funerals aren't really for them. They're for the people who want to say goodbye. Exactly. And these people never got to say goodbye. And now they can. And now they can. That is a and it does say, story. <laughs> <laughs> um, it does say, though, unfortunately, that processing the DNA samples from the relatives of those on board the plane can take up to six years. Mm. But That's the fact How a long time they do it on CSI in about two hours. I know, right? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> I imagine it's because probably not all these people are in the system and they have to figure out which ones are related to who and so on. Okay. Yep. And so they're going to have to take all the samples from the family members as well, the ones that are still living and such like that. But 
I mean, that's what I found really cool about this story, is that all those people are going to finally get some closure in their lives and get to know, to really know whether or not, you know, their their relatives... Although, it was uh, 60 years ago. Yeah. uh, Unless they were, you know, their their kids and quite young, then probably a good chance that they're not around anymore to... uh, it's possible. Closure. But I'm sure there'll be some people that will get closure from it. Oh, I'm sure. Or, you know, even if it was a young couple, husband and wife, um, you know, but people can live into their 80s and 90s. Yep. So I think, I, I, I think it's kind of a good thing. I'm hoping the people who need that closure can find it. So I did stay with us for a minute. Yes, I did. Okay. Well, I think what we are going to do is we are going to go ahead and say goodbye. Let's wrap it up. Yes. Mosey on out. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so You've kept me uh, away from wow for like four hours at least. God, now you're sounding like Jeppy. Stop it. It's like, oh, the farming that I could have done. I've been, it's all right, I've been playing uh, pocket planes while, bit, while we've been talking. Exactly, yeah. sounding exactly like Jeff. And do you know how many herbs I could have farmed by now? Exactly. <gasps> and I was like, whatever, you're playing anyway. No, I'm not. <laughs> Look, focused. I carried in the background. <laughs> I'm, I'm giving you my undivided attention. Oh my god, he underbid me! <laughs> yeah, he, there was an episode where he's like, I'm not playing, I swear. And then halfway through, oh my god, I'm dying. Yeah, I was like, uh huh. <laughs> I was like, I actually told him, I was like, Jeppy, I know you. There's no way you won't play while we're doing this. Right. You're sitting in front of the computer. Of course you're logged in. Exactly. So anyway, uh, it's been very nice Thanks having, having you me. on the podcast. It's been lots of fun. Uh, thank you. And maybe sometime you'll get to come back again. That's what I hope of all my guests. I haven't had very many repeat appearances, but... I will look for some I'm crazy-ass Australian stories to bring back next time. Oh, that would be cool. Mm-hmm. Because would be we, have, we have plenty of, of crazy-ass stuff that, that happens in Australia. I think I've gotten a couple of Australian stories. Like the, the dude who walked, um, like he was walking all the ah, states in Australia. Are they states there? Yep. Okay, the dude who was walking all the states in Australia in a stormtrooper costume. That one was Australian. Yep, I remember that. So I've gotten a couple. But, yes, thank you so much for joining. It's been a blast. We've had a lot of fun. I've had a lot of fun. <laughs> okay. Apart so, from Skype, but it, yes. it actually settled down. So I guess all your neighbours stopped downloading the porn, and and your internet came good. Yes, yes. Darn that porn. Mm. They need to quit that. Well, anyway. I mean, next um, time, just, next time you could just go out and hand them some DVDs and go, "Don't download it. Just watch these. Get, stay off the internet." Oh man, there'd be way too many. Way too many people DVDs. DVDs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, there's an insight into your collection. <laughs> Bye, listeners. Bye.